this week on the Time Bat Show. This is a good idea, though. No, this is... <laughs> no, okay, so hold on, hold on. This is a good idea. Everyone learns how to weld. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Time Bat Show. It's episode number 170. I'm one of your hosts, Time Aces. <coughs> I'm rather just bat snacks. <laughs> uh, something caught in my throat right as we started this episode. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, how are you today, bat snacks? We have a great episode today, don't we? Yeah, good episode planned. <laughs> planned as if we plan these yeah, we time in it. any way, shape, or form. Uh, have we ever planned an episode? I guess we have. Sort of. We've had. We had the one with uh, Smellborp where we had like questions prepared. Mm-hmm. So we like, had questions. But we didn't. <laughs> we didn't actually. Oh, we didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, have we ever? I don't oh, know. We haven't. Have we? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done one like a day in advance. Like when we first started, I think we like we were like, oh, all right, this week let's figure out where to. You know, like for a couple, we like got topics ready. You know what yeah. I mean? I think maybe in the first 10 episodes, we experimented with kind of the structure of the show. And I think maybe we just like gave up and just stuck with like, all right, we'll just do (laughs) a little bit of trivia and just kind of. Yep. 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 Because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for something that like three people listen to, you know? So like you might as well just do it all in one day, you know, like just get it all done with, you know, and it's not stressful that way. And you just do it. Have fun. The end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you have planned for us today? I know you have a very special episode planned. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, right right before we started, I saw uh, Twitter has posted on Twitter that they are disclosing networks of state-linked information operations. What does that mean? Break that down for the people that don't know what that means. It means that they banned a bunch of bots that were run by governments. Oh, interesting. That's good, right? I think it's I think it's nice. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but you have this theory that like a lot of Twitter is bots. Uh, I I know it is. I've mm-hmm. I mean, is there any like any- estimation of like percentage of users that are bots? Um. I think there probably is, but it's probably only people at Twitter that, that have really that know. estimation. Yeah. If you ask me, I would say probably half. You really think it's that high? It's a lot. It's so, a lot. Like, when you see, like, a, like a popular retweet, and it's, like, 200,000 retweets, how many of those do you think are bots that retweeted it? I think it depends. The ones that are, like, 200,000 and above... Mm-hmm. I don't think those are bots that are being retweeted. Retweeted? No, no, no. I'm I not talking about the originator of the tweet. I'm talking about how many oh, okay. bots do you think are retweeting these tweets? Probably very few. Really? There's some, but probably just a few. Hmm. I yeah. When I was reading this report, they break down kind of how different governments are th- their plans for how they're manipulating information. Mm-hmm. They're saying that, so they're disclosing 32,242 accounts that were linked to state operation, like information operations. Sure. But they're saying that there's a separate 200,000 accounts that they banned that they're not releasing that were used to boost those 32,000. So what does boost mean? So it sounds like they use two different roles to do this. There's, mm-hmm. you've got the your instigator. You've got your instigator. You've got the thing, the accounts that are actually posting the stuff, mm-hmm. and then they have a separate group of boosters <laughs> that like that retweet it. That retweet it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, reading it, it sounds like the. The instigator accounts, the ones that are actually posting the content, Mm -hmm. those are older accounts, and yeah, they they're like more established. 
So they might have been like purchased on the dark web or something from from like miners or something. Or they like hacked old, them or something. Or hacked, yeah, yeah, hacked accounts. Mm-hmm. I think that they get those like valuable accounts to do the posting, mm-hmm. and then they just create like a million stupid accounts. Like to it retweet. said that. Yeah, it said that, like, 80% of those 200,000 boosters had zero followers. And it was just all... And literally all they did was retweet those instigator accounts. So is it just for show, then, to see how many retweets it is? Like, because if people see something with 200,000 retweets, they're like, okay, this must be legit or something like that? Yeah, and I think Twitter's, like, algorithm Mm -hmm. thing favors posts that have more engagement. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's kind of a neat strategy they have. They've got, like, the, you know, the poster and then the booster. Yeah. And they can just make as many of these accounts as they want, really. Yeah, Yeah. there's no limit to how many you can make. You just have, like, a bunch of different emails for all these different accounts. Yeah. And then there you go. I don't even think you need new emails. Yeah, I'm pretty sure with Twitter, actually, I am sure. I don't know. They might have changed this, but... You can use your same email for multiple accounts. You just need to put a period randomly within the email. So, like, if my email was A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, I could use that, and then I could use A, period, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, and then I could use A, period, B, period, C, D, blah, 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 blah. Like, because email, you know, the periods don't, but before the dot com, or before the at don't matter, like, nothing, like, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So, Twitter let, it, it assumes that's a different email. Yeah, I mean, getting email addresses... I know, but I'm, like just, these I'm days saying is... you could even do it without having to get any. But So, some cool stuff about what they're finding. They found the, the countries that they've linked the accounts to are China, Russia, and Turkey. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not really surprised about that list, personally. <laughs> no, me neither. What I thought was interesting, though, is all of these, you know, bots that they caught... All of them are boosting like pro state information. Like they all boost the the leading party's narrative or whatever. Whoever's in power. Yeah, like China is. You know, very. China's bots are very supportive of the People's Republic of China. Russia's are very supportive of Putin. You know. Yeah. So they like. It's essentially that the governments are using them as propaganda wings, essentially. Yeah, kind of. One of the one of the tools they use to find these accounts is a lot of the posts from these are happening between nine to five on weekdays. Oh, yeah. So you know that says that people are being paid to do this. Oh, that's really creepy. <laughs> you know, there's not like a guy working sitting in his house somewhere posting from nine to five about pro-china stuff that probably isn't happening right? no he's probably posting at all hours if someone random guy's doing that, you know but if he's yeah. paid to do it he's only doing it during yeah nine to five yeah or like core hours for that country that's really funny so do you think they have like people in china that are using these these instigator accounts illegally and are posting and then all, they have all these bots like that retweet it or whatever? Like, do you think that exists? It, I mean, it has to. That's 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 why they're, they've Probably taken all these Probably similar to robocalling, right? Like a similar infrastructure, you'd think. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just have a million bots go yeah. do your bidding. Do you think there's, like, a branch of, like, the Chinese CIA that does this? I think it's whoever does their like propaganda and public relations. I think that office is doing it. That's just a guess. I don't know a lot about China, but that's wild. Well, nobody really knows a lot about China because you're not allowed yeah. to know a lot about China, but it's creepy. That's interesting yeah. though. Yeah. It's interesting. What I think though is I think the way they're doing this isn't very, it doesn't seem very sophisticated, right? Like it seems like there are ways you could get around getting caught like this. This seems like the basic obvious way to do it. Yeah. This is like, they don't care at all about getting caught is what it looks like. Like uh, like a, like a, like a first year college student in like programming could like, do that they could figure this out you know what we I mean? could like, me and you could do we this. could do yeah we could <laughs> so do easy yeah. yeah it's like not like, a sophisticated solution 
how hard would it be to, you know, instead of having zero follower accounts, just have them follow like each five other. people. Yeah, or follow each other, right? Just five random people. Yeah. And like post not just propaganda. A maybe couple you could like things. A, maybe you could like a dog picture here and there. You yeah. Know? Or like retweet like, I don't know, Shakira's new single or something, you know, whatever. Some random stuff, you know. Yeah, Twitter, their API has a search function where you can just search for a term, grab a tweet, and engage with it. You can do that all with the bot. You can even do that without searching for a term. I think you can look at, like, what's trending, click, and then be like, okay, here's the thing, retweet or whatever, you know. Yeah. I think you could easily just make up some shit to tweet about, I think. Like and a lot of accounts exist that only tweet are that only retweet already. Like even real people, so like yeah. bots doing it doesn't seem that weird. Like it wouldn't be like, oh, it's a bot because he only retweets. Like no, a lot of people do that. Yeah, a lot of them like don't have profile pictures and stuff. It's just like the, it's, it's like obvious that they're bots. Yeah, I feel like these are like the lowest of the low hanging trees or fruit or whatever of of the bots on twitter i think yeah do you think they're gonna adapt now that they've gotten caught um i mean maybe they will because it's kind of a waste of time if all your bots get banned but here's the here's the interesting thing i guess like once you have this economy of scale of like we have so many bots that are bots and once they ban, you know, 100,000 of them, we'll just make 100,000 more, and then they can ban them. But it's going to take them, it takes Twitter longer to ban them than the time it takes to make new ones, right? Yeah, that's like the robo-caller dilemma, where, so it's, like, who cares if they're suspicious it's, Yeah, it's, it's almost you like... You have a billion. It's almost like whoever's doing this is like, I don't care if they get caught, I'll just make more. And it's a waste of time to make, like, a more sophisticated solution, because it's quicker to just make more bots and do it, and I never miss a step, you know? Yeah. I mean, also, maybe this keeps attention off of, like, the really good bots. The really good ones. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's, like, a wild conspiracy theory. It's, like, they do these shitty bots so that, like, Twitter's completely occupied with catching the shitty ones. And then, like, the actual good ones completely fly under the radar, you know? Um, There's this uh, Australian, like, independent internet research entity that did a report on this Mm -hmm. and they're saying that all of the content that these bots you know tried to boost none of it got traction with high high follower audiences really like yeah like it actually wasn't doing very much so it didn't even work no so do you think there's an aspect of twitter that has bots that does work like they're actually propagandaing I think so, and I think they're just better bots. We just don't know about them because they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Probably right. Something I was thinking about is, like, it seems weird that they need to have these, you know, the main instigator bots in order to retweet. Because since you can search for the hashtags you want to boost anyway, like, do you even need those? Like, say, like a celebrity in the United States posts something that's pro-China. That's not unheard of. And they'll probably use a hashtag that's like People's Republic or something. Then the bots just find that. Yeah, you can just search for that hashtag. And then it's a real person. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You can cut out a middleman. And then you don't even need the instigators that are going to get caught anyway. Yeah, and you can just have your million booster bots. and Like everyone has... There exists... Every bad opinion has a person who has it, right? So you gotta yeah. find that you gotta find that person on Twitter, and then like retweet the hell out of him or her, right? Yeah, especially in the United States, like bad points of view do really well here. Like people that believe trash get like so much attention on Twitter because people like to tell them they're wrong. Yeah. So like, if you get a lot of retweets in that, it'll get exposure, and then people will tell them they're wrong, but that'll only give them more exposure. Yeah. You know. That's how I would do it. Yeah, that's how I would do it, too. You know, it might already be happening, though, because there are plenty of people with, like, really... This is a phenomenon on Twitter. Like, random guy with, like, 100 followers says something that's not great, right? And he gets, like, a million retweets or, like... 
you know, responses to his tweets. And like, why, who did who found this? You know what I mean? Like, was someone searching for this random guy saying like, I don't know, I don't want to say anything bad, but like, I don't know what it is. You know, like, was someone? Searching he says for that this? ice cream sucks. Like, yeah, was someone like searching for this opinion, and they were like, oh my god, this guy with a hundred followers, I need to tell the world that he's wrong. Like. Nobody does that. Like, how does that happen? So, like, it literally could be bots that, like, found him and were like, this is the guy, Charlie C. from Sacramento, California. He's the he's our new guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this on Twitter. I've seen those people with, like, maybe a thousand followers that are definitely real people, but they have, like, 500,000 engagements on one post. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how did you even do that? Like... Yeah, who saw you? Like, makes no sense. And the thing about it is, like, Twitter is big enough that millions of people every day are having stupid, terrible, controversial opinions. And yet, this random guy is the one that's singled out. You know what I mean? And, like, how does that happen? You gotta wonder, like, is that bots? Like, did the bots are like, let's retweet something about this today. Oh, here's a guy who doesn't have any retweets. And he has, like, three followers. But you know what? He's making history today. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You know, the way search works on Twitter is it grabs the 20 most recent tweets of the thing you search for. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's what? It, it, it'll just be like 1 p.m. in China. Mm-hmm. They press search and then they find a man in America who's tweeting at 3 a.m. some terrible opinion. <laughs> Like, pretzels are terrible or something like yeah. that. It's like, like, we found it. Get it. Engage. <laughs> Seven followers. And he's like, get him. You know? And they retweet and they're like, pretzels are terrible. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. And then, you know, suddenly, like, Reuters is, uh, he's, like, made Reuters. Yeah. They've used him as, like, one of their curated selection of, of right. tweets. And if they can do that with do Pretzel that. Man, they could do that with... China is actually a great country to live in, you know, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, uh, it's weird. They can do it. It's interesting because, like, we all of Twitter is like this blind, it turns like this blind eye to these kinds of things. Like, nobody knows if anyone they're engaging with is actually a real person, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of creepy. And I think we all just assume that everyone we're engaging with real is real. But we can't really guarantee that. And you might just be engaging with a bot that its only mission is to, like, you know, just say one thing. And that's why you're not getting through to them or whatever. Like, I bet I have talked to a bot without realizing it. Like, do you think you've talked to a Twitter bot without realizing it? I'm really careful. But... Probably. I mean, it's. It, I feel like it's just there's so many of them. I, I bet you have, you know. I bet everybody has in a way. Like, even if it's just some stupid thing like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a topic that's brought up and the bot says like, no, you're wrong. And then someone's like, oh, man, I got to correct this guy. And they're like, no, actually, da-da-da-da-da. But, like, if that's all the bot is programmed to say, like, he can get so – the bot can get so many responses just on that line, right? Yeah. And then you're engaging this, like, and it almost, like, doesn't care, like, China is a good example. Like, they don't care that all these people that are seeing it are like, oh, this guy's an idiot. What they do care is that so many people are seeing it, that 1% of the people that think, like, oh, maybe this guy isn't an idiot. You know, that's yeah. what they care about, you know? like. And what our news just, likes to do here is they like to take tweets that you know, have opinions and they'll usually pick, you know, tweets from both sides of an opinion. So, you know, Chinese bot might be selected to be in Yahoo news one day, just because a bunch of people engaged with their posts. And then the Chinese scientists that made the bot are like, woo, we won, you know? Yeah, we did it. We're in Yahoo news. Here's an interesting topic I was thinking about, because you said this amazing, this has stuck with me. So for so long, but I'm not going to get, I'm not going to say it yet, but do you think there exists some bots that, let's say, we'll go back to China. I know we're beating a dead horse here, but whatever. Uh, Chinese bot that basically follows maybe like a lot of art accounts and retweets like cool artwork 
or retweets cool music or something. You know, they're kind of like a um, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're a fan account. They're a fan account. They're like um they're like a curator curation kind of account you know they oh re- they aggregate they yeah. retweet cool things and maybe the bot comments on it like look at this cool piece look at this cool piece and they get enough followers and then there's a switch that flips and they start tweeting about political things or like yeah there's like weird communism posts yeah and cool it's like like dog like, pe- like peppered in you know and you're like what is yeah. this like this is weird like do you think that happens yeah you think like all of a sudden, though? you know, you follow the cool art account, and then they post a weird meme that's like, when the landlord wants to, like, some <laughs> weird communist me, thing. And you're like, wait, what? Is this a propaganda account? Or is this, a, like, a dog account, you know? And you know what? I might retweet something like that, because out-of-character things are really funny. It's so bizarre. Yeah, like, if the cute dog account is, like, weirdly communist one day, I might be like, ha, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, like, like that's why really is weird he doing that? and funny. Yeah. But, like, do you think that, like, that's a thing? Like, that, I mean, I know this is a thing because I've seen it, but do you think some of those are bots? Like, they accumulate followers and they're like, all right, let's pepper in some of our agenda here because we got 200,000 followers or whatever. Yeah, I think I think there is stuff like that. I've followed, like plenty of there's like japanese bird community mm-hmm. and a lot of them have a lot of followers because all they do is post cute pictures of birds and some of these accounts have weird political meltdowns sometime and you know yeah. some of those are probably people just having a weird moment right where they're frustrated with the world or something mm-hmm. but some of them could be like yeah boss so you said something that really stuck out to me and i think it's very relevant today and everything that's going on and i don't want to get political but obviously i'm against terrible things that are happening in the world right now so let's just make that clear but um there's this really interesting thing that's going on on twitter right now where i'm scrolling and i'm seeing like the new episode of naruto is out you know like vegeta kills goku and then the next thing is like 120 180 degrees completely very important political socioeconomic like serious business you know what i mean like this is important to society and then i keep scrolling and then playstation 5 has the new (laughs) you know volcano penguin game or whatever like and i'm like okay scroll again and then it's like cop murdered 12 innocent children and it's like what the (laughs) hell it's like it's like a back, you, you get like whiplash with all this stuff. And it's amazing. Yeah. And you made a comment on Twitter and you're or talking to me and you were basically said like, it's amazing that we've chosen one website to at, at the same time, like talk about anime and movies and video games as we do talk about like serious political important things. And it's just bizarre that we're like doing this all on the same site and you can literally go from one tweet to another and it'll be like, goofy no-nonsense crap to be like very serious matter that you should care about and i feel like it's almost desensitizing us to the serious stuff because it's it becomes all like this blur of information almost you know what i mean it's weird yeah i don't know that's what my twitter feed is like Sometimes when I'm not feeling good, I'll I won't be in the mood for serious stuff. There's mm-hmm. some bad stuff on Twitter right now that like makes me really really sick sad to, to see. And, yeah, yeah. And mad. And I don't want to look at it all day. Like, mm-hmm. so I'll just scroll right past and look for the. But it's so bizarre stuff. that it's like all yeah. the same website. Like, why did we choose all one website? But it, this is kind of loops back around to the the fan account we were talking about, right? So, like, you can have a fan account, and people are like, oh, this is a great account. It retweets like happy pictures of puppies, and then it's just like a terrible tweet about like you know some racist shit that they said about people, and you're like, oh yeah. my god, like, you know, like you could follow that account without knowing it, and then you're like, oh my god, this is horrible, you know? Um, yeah. And, and that's, like, Twitter. And, like, a, a, a Twitter user could just turn on a moment's notice. Like, you could follow a tweet, a Twitter account about, like, cool movies. And then the next day it could become, like, a, like, Nazi account. Like, it, it yeah, absolutely it could. could. Like, you don't, you can't. Like, it absolutely just could. You know, it could just turn right around to be one. And then probably get banned, but... Not before it retweet it tweeted things to all its followers for probably a day or two, you know. 
Yeah, and it might not get banned. It's and that's, also- <laughs> that's really weird and kind of frightening and scary and kind of gross, you know. And I don't know. It's just... It's it's a weird we it's a weird website that like con- it has everything. strange. It has President everything. tweets on it. What is he doing? <laughs> I, this is the this is the I know this is the <laughs> anime video game site. This is not for you know. Why are you doing that here? Uh, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I mean, I like it that you know these conversations are being had on Twitter, and that's great. But like when it's you know you have. You, ha- you can talk about Goku and the other stuff at the same time. It just feels wrong to me. It feels yeah. like we're we're saying that Goku is the same level of importance. <laughs> <It's> important. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like that's not true. Like Goku does not matter. But yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I mean, I- you just care about reading about Goku, though. That's the thing, right? It's like yeah. everyone has their mental capacity. Sometimes I just want to read about Goku, but they're not equally important. (laughs) The way I deal with that, or have been recently, it's never been an issue until very recently. But the way I've been dealing with it is I just feel like my opinions aren't, like, aren't good for serious stuff. So I'm not good at having serious public opinions on stuff that's happening in the world. So I haven't really, I feel okay. bad that I haven't interacted with some of the serious stuff that's going on recently. Yeah. So there's like, I have, I have guilt for not taking the serious stuff seriously when Twitter to me, the, all I want to use that website for is to look at cute or cool things. It's like a time waster website for you. Yeah. Something yeah. serious. No, I don't want to do I it agree. on Twitter. I agree. And I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I do think there's like this problem that, you know we're assuming that if you're silent on social media you're silent in real life but that's just not this no, I'm social not media in real life. social media is not real life you know it's social it's social media yeah and you know some people just want to go to twitter to get their goku news or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> like legitimately and that's okay you know and you can't judge a person for <laughs> what they look at on twitter because you know yeah. Like like I said, like you said, like it's everything at once. So like if you're just using it for that select small part of, you know, culture, then good for you. You're using it in a way that it was intended and you're not using it for anything else, you know. But I don't know. It's just weird. So you know that style of bot we described where, you know, you find the, the opinions you want to boost mm-hmm. that, you know, real people have and then you boost those. Yeah. There's a really cool way to stop that. Mm-hmm. So, have you noticed recently uh, people have been posting like a lot of K-pop in response to horrible hashtags? I have, yeah. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. That stops this kind of bot stuff. How? Because, so, say I set up a bot to search for this bad hashtag and then boost automatically boost posts that do it. Okay. If half of that stuff is K-pop, you're gonna have you're gonna have a bot that's retweeting K-pop most of the time, instead of instead of its intended purpose. Right. So it's like some horrible hashtag, but there's like a GIF of K-pop people dancing. Yes. <laughs> and so like it's just it's just like scrambling the airwaves in a way. You know, it's like yeah, it's not getting the message across anymore. The way you beat this weird automation stuff is to make noise that's hard for robots to to navigate. Yeah, and then normal pe- then people just see the noise and they're like, "Okay, this is this is some weird joke I'm missing out on or something." <laughs> yeah. That's weird that they have this hashtag with the dancing Korean people, but whatever, whatever. I'll ignore it. Yeah. I'll just, yeah, I'll just not pay attention to this thing or whatever. Yeah, I love seeing stuff like that. It's like people are act- people are being smart. I mean, I that's a smart way to, that's people. a smart way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Just create noise. And that's just the weird thing about Twitter is like it's all noise, but then randomly some noise gets amplified and like how or why that chosen noise is the one that decides to get amplified is just a very interesting and weird question, you know. Yeah, it's mysterious. It's a, mis- it's a mystery. Um, anyway, Twitter is a weird place. It's a very weird microcosm of our society. Um 
What else is going on with you? You were out recording stuff recently, weren't you? Yes, last weekend I went into the marsh and recorded frog sounds. The marshland. Yeah. With your fancy new microphone, right? Yeah, it's not new. This has been a plan I've had for like a year now. I bought this mic like a year ago with the intention of recording. Didn't you start recording frog noises like a year ago too, or no? No, I never got any. I got oh, hurricane got noises and like stuff. rain noises. That's what it was, yeah. Other like weird stuff, but uh-huh. what I've always wanted to do is like take a really nice microphone into a marsh and uh-huh. record like insects and birds and frogs and stuff. And you got some this weekend. Yeah, I finally got some last weekend. I went in the middle of the night into a marshland. I hiked three miles into the marsh. I got tore up by mosquitoes, and I recorded like five minutes of frogs. (laughs) And you got like a million mosquito bites, huh? Yeah, I've got like 20 on each leg right now. That's awesome. And then after you did, you sent it to me. You you told me about it. I haven't heard it yet, but I want to hear it. Or no, you sent it to me, didn't you? Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah, I think I listened to it. You sent me what two. I wanted... Oh, that's right. You sent me two. I, I listened yeah. to one of them, but not the other, I think. What I want to do this weekend is leave the mic there overnight so I don't have to get bit by mosquitoes for hours. And then I'll have like a, a little ambient fall asleep yes. soundtrack that i can listen to later good. and then we're gonna make an ambient music record with it yes i'm gonna make album art and we're gonna pitch it to independent labels and we're gonna become weird experimental indie music producers See, that's it's all i've wanted great. to be my entire life so yeah i'm excited about that and i just bought like a 1500 dollars keyboard so perfect <laughs> yeah we did it I'm going to send you, like, an hour of stuff, and you just need to hit, like, two notes. Oh, I know. They'll be really long. I'm going to, like, do, like, so I'm going to, like, hit two notes, but as I do that, I'm going to, like, move all the knobs a lot, so it's, like, it, like, vibrates and, like, you know, does all, like, the wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah. I want some wah-wah-wah-wahs Oh, there will be a lot of wah-wah-wahs. Good. Ooh, I love (laughs) wah-wah-wah-wahs. It'll just be two notes over and over with a lot of wah-wah-wah-wahs. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe at the end, there'll be like a big or something. Oh, yeah, some bows. <laughs> and then when people talk about it, they're like, did you get to the end when it went? <laughs> <laughs> that was mind blowing. You know, maybe we'll time it with like a good, a good big frog noise there, too. You know? Yeah, I'm so excited to do that. Me, too. It's what I've been looking forward to all week. So are you going to go back again this weekend? Yeah, the plan is I'm going to go on Friday on after work. I'll probably go like at 10 p.m. and get frog noises because it's been raining all week and there will be a ton of frogs out. And then like really late Saturday, like maybe 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I want to go again and place it right before sunrise. 3 a.m.? Are you going to go to yeah. bed or are you going to sleep over there? Well, I have to – I have dinner – with my parents on Saturday, so I'll probably go right after that, or just like mess around for but a couple like, hours. But if you go at three a.m., would you like stay there? <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it overnight and then go get it kind of noon. That's cool. In the morning, I'm so jealous. I wish you could come with me. I, I had so much. Dude, fun. I wish I could come with you so much. You have no idea how much I yeah. want to do this. My cousin came with me. I don't know so anyone that wants to go out in the middle of the night and record frog noises. You know, I mean, I do. It's you, but I don't know anyone nearby <laughs> that would want to do that with me. No, everybody I've told this has been just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Why I'm are like, you doing I'm really that? Excited about it. Just doing things at night, doing really weird things at night. I love. You know what I mean? That's just me too. Like not like going out downtown or like a city. I'm talking about like really weird shit, like go out to the beach and record frog noises like that's just something about it just sounds cool you know and you get like a flashlight and it's probably really cold or like feels weird you know yeah last weekend it was pouring rain oh, see that's perfect because we had that tropical storm did that you was have close a um like a parka or whatever like a raincoat 
REI was closed, I was going to buy, mm-hmm. like, a rainproof outfit. But I just wore, like, my bathing suit and sandals. This is my dream. Okay, are you ready for this? This is my ready. dream. One day we go to the beach, record frog noises, and we have, like, a like a little tent. Like, a not a real tent. Like, literally, we, like, have a tarp that yeah. we like. <laughs> you know, like, we, we play over, and then we just, like, wait. Watch, like, watching the the mic you know next time you visit i'll take you i have a sick spot you would love it i have a really nice like camping lantern i'll bring it nice you know we could just lay there and chill out listen to frog noises yeah i shouldn't reveal too much about like where i'm going but i'll tell you the road that you take to get into this place is a wildlife management road for biologists exactly where you're talking about yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it's a it's tech. It's like a research pond. Oh no, I know marsh. exactly what you're talking about. I've been there yeah. once before. Is that close to the public or no? Um, parts of it are part. <laughs> the part I used to get in is closed. It's a preserve though, like a nature preserve or whatever. Right? Yes, something like that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know I've been there before. I want to go right now. I'm so annoyed that I'm not there. This sounds so stupid to most other people, but I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I'm so stoked. Like, today I'm going to be playing video games or something stupid, and I would rather be over there in the middle of the night recording frog noises. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I thought about you while while I was there. I was I like, appreciate that. there's nothing better than, like, having a mission in Even the night. Them. Right? And that's what... <laughs> That's what does oh, it. Here we go. We get walkie-talkies, and like yes. some of us go some other place. Like, I'm going to check this area for more frogs. And you're like, okay. And, and then one of us is like, I got some good frog noises over here. I think we should move the setup. Yeah. See? How great does that sound? Yeah, you need a night mission. Yeah. Part of the way, you have to turn off flashlights because yeah. you can see them from the road. And, you, you know, if there's any cops on the yeah, road and they spot the lights... That. So you have to get down real low. You could get, like, really small lights that only shine, like, really close to you to, like, see what you're seeing. Yeah. We could get red ones. (laughs) Why a red one? Because aren't those invisible or something? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Get, like, the camera room lights. So we need a walkie-talkie, big flashlights, red lights, and, Mm -hmm. like, a tarp to lay under, you know, in case it rains. Full body mosquito nets. This is that's actually a good idea. Yeah, because they're they're rough over there by the ocean. Uh, this is our next trip, by the way. This is what I'm doing next. Not going on yeah. vacation. I'm going to North Florida to listen to the frogs. But they're only in season in the is summer. This, yeah, so I'd have to do it next summer. I mean, cool stuff might happen in the winter, though. I've never been. Mm, do you winter. mean noise wise? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Like we'll winter, w- you you could get like gator mating season or something. Ooh, that would be cool. They make loud like dragon noises. <laughs> I don't know how they sound. I'm imagining like that. Do uh, you want to do some really bad reddits? Yes. Okay, I have one first, and then you can do one. Uh, this one is so bad. I I'm almost. Okay, whatever. John317 asks, A genie pops out of a lamp and says that he will immediately impart a bachelor's degree worth of knowledge to every adult in your country. You need only say which degree they should receive. What do you choose and why? This question is so stupid. Um, I don't know. Me neither. That's a stupid question. Pick one. We have to pick one. You're basically asking everyone to learn something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. Think I feel like anything I pick is gonna be the wrong one. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think a degree is gonna help anyone. Everyone. Maybe something that's not practical. Something like that you can't use. At ninety nine percent of jobs, like physics, like, like physics, like welding. Welding would would, I mean, most people like would never be able to use that, and it'd be perfect. What would that gain you, though? <laughs> you get. To... Everyone knows how to weld. Like, there's one job where you can weld. There's just one. This is a good idea, though. No. This is... <laughs> 
No, okay, so hold on, hold on. This is a good idea. Everyone learns how to weld. Yes. And then when people get out of jobs, like when they like lose their job at Starbucks or whatever, they know how to weld. So it's like everyone has their own backup job in welding. That's a really good idea. And there's a lot of welding that, that needs to happen. I see ads for welding school all the time. You know, we yeah. need more welders. So basically you go, you get your welding degree instantly from the genie. And then you go try to do whatever you want to do with your life. And if that doesn't work out, or if you need a quick buck or whatever, you can always weld. And everyone knows how to do it. But and it would give you stuff to talk about, too, with other people that you don't know. Yeah, everyone like you could talk about welding. Yeah, yeah, you're like, what's your favorite weld? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone has this in common, you know. And I think welding is good because it's so specific, you know. Yeah. It's not like economics or physics or philosophy or whatever, political science. Like, it's just something really specific that isn't really useful, but everyone shares it. I think it would, like, bring everyone into, like, almost a mutual understanding with each other, too. Because everyone knows how to weld all of a sudden. You know. We would all be kind of in a guild together. Yeah, we'd all know how to weld. And like like you said, if you meet someone at a party or at work or wherever, if you have nothing to talk about, you're like, so what was your favorite part of welding school? <laughs> yeah, or you could be like, so have you ever used that degree? Like, <laughs> yeah. Have I you mean, ever welded anything for work? And you're like, oh yeah, once when I was unemployed, I took on a welding job or whatever. And you're like, oh cool, I made a oil drum or something i don't know you know and you could share uh you know what we should do what? all right so everybody gets the welding degree mm -hmm. and we have to ban all the current welders so that only people that are like that need to weld can do it <laughs> so what do the current welders do they have to figure something out maybe they all get a different degree like okay so <laughs> Everyone who doesn't know how to weld instantly learns how to weld. All the welders suddenly get a bachelor's degree in physics. Like, yeah. they just get it. And there you go. I feel like that's kind of not fair to them, because yeah, that's, like, their passion. We have to give them at least, like, a master's. In physics? Yeah. Let's give them a master's in physics. Why don't we just go all the way and give them a PhD? Like, they're all doctors <laughs> in physics now. Right? I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I yeah, like that. It's fine. I mean, there aren't that many welders out there. And maybe they're really good welders, so they don't lose their job. They're just like, oh, you're so good. We're not going to, you know, you have so much experience welding. Yeah. I think we have to stop them, though, because we want there to be demand for welders in case people need to so stop work. We have work. to get them to be do something else. So I don't yeah, think physics is going to work because it's not their passion. All right. How about. This is tough. How about a fine art degree? No, no, that doesn't make money. They need to be able to support themselves. True. Their families. What's another? Well, like <laughs> trucking. <laughs> do they? Have, this is ignorant. Do they have degrees in trucking? What do you learn there? How to drive a truck. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot to it, but... I think it's really complicated, actually. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot going on. I don't know if they get degrees, though. You know what? Let's find out. Degree in trucking. Yeah, do a bachelor's. Yeah, it's real. Bachelor's degree in transportation. That's kind of cool. I like that. Oh, no. This is, like, transportation sciences and stuff. It's not like driving the truck. <laughs> no, it's not driving the truck. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right, hold on. How to become a truck driver. Here we go. Okay. This will work. Okay. How to become a... Oh, okay, we got a wiki how. You'll need to com can obtain a commercial driver's license. Okay. So there is a truck driving school. 
You do have to go to school for it. I don't think it's a degree, but is it as a school? So, it, I mean, this works. It's not a, like a classic degree, but I mean, it's it's a school. So yeah, yeah. this this is completely fine. This works. So welders we send to truck driving school, basically. Yes. They get their truck driving certification, and they're registered truck drivers now. You know. And then there's just a really big temp agency for every welding job. Trucking and welding, yeah. Yes. This sounds very, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I like it, but at the same time, it sounds a little demeaning to those in it's, the welding. It doesn't sound very good for the welders, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do like the fact that everyone has a backup job. Like, that's cool, right? Yeah. I think that's useful. And it's something we don't really have today, right? It's like, if you're out of work, then it's like, well, shit. What am I going to do now, you know? I don't know of anyone that goes to school for the purpose of having a backup. Like, most people are pretty all in right. on right. on what but, they choose. But that's what makes this so good. Um, and you don't have to force anyone to do anything, except for the welders, but... no. Yeah, well, you, the welders you learn kind of get the short of the stick. Yeah, because since you learn it in, instantly, you don't have to force anyone to go to school. But yeah, the welders, yeah. oh well. But they know how to truck drive now, so like that's cool. They could be both, you know. Truck driving, it sounds like it sucks, though. <laughs> it it really doesn't does. sound But you fun. can say, like, breaker, breaker and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doesn't that sound good? It does. We really changed the this question, like the spirit of this question on on stuff and of course people are saying the most stupid things like probability and statistics economics history it's like that's not going to help anyone no it's not going to do anything it's not going to do anything philosophy biology like come on that's not going to help anyone you know it's not going to do anything for people it's kind of selfish, right? It is people, selfish. People that say philosophy probably think that, like, oh, if only people were more like me and knew a lot about philosophy, the world mm-hmm. would be better. Like, no. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Everyone's saying, like, fine arts shit. Sociology. Like, that's not going to help people. That's stupid. Yeah. I'm glad we got it. I think truck driving is the answer, or uh, welding is the answer, honestly. Oh, someone says culinary arts. Okay, that one I could get behind. I like that a lot. Because that's a skill that everyone... See, that's like a helpful thing. That's not going to really help you with a job, although you might. That's a good one, too, because it's like, that's practical. It's useful. Everyone, like, everyone... Being able to cook is just something that everyone, like, would benefit knowing to do, you know? Yeah. That's a good one. It's something everyone does, but very few people are good at. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So those are my, yeah, culinary arts and, and well, <laughs> welding. Are the, I think I like welding better. <laughs> I like welding, too, because it's so, it's a, it's a visceral one. All right, you got anything for me? I got mine from Ask today, so they're a little off, but we All can right, do them. Do yeah, let's do it. This was posted by Banana Balls Thanks, Z. Banana Balls Z. Thanks. He asks, how do deaf people think? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it isn't good. <laughs> like, in general? Does he go into any more detail? That's what he said. <laughs> uh, how do deaf people think, period? Or question mark. Yeah, it's a question so, mark. So maybe he's asking the question of, you know how you and I, we've talked about this on the show before, like when you think about something, you have this kind of internal monologue in your head, you know, we've talked about this, remember, like, if you're doing the dishes, you're doing, you're, you're saying to yourself, well, I need to grab this dish, I need to, you know, put it under the sink, you're like talking to yourself in your head, right, you have that internal monologue, right? Yeah. Maybe he's asking, like... Deaf people. Now, I'm really giving them the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe he's asking that deaf people, since they're deaf, they don't, they're not able to have the same internal monologue because they don't know what they sound like. Right. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I I, I think that's what he meant. Um, he didn't word it good, though, but I, <laughs> I, I really think that's what he meant. Yeah. 
So what so, do you think? That's actually an interesting question. Maybe it's more visual. Like you imagine... I wonder if it's as selfish as an internal monologue. Because, you know, the internal monologue it's is like... me, me, me. Yeah, it's very me, me, me. Maybe, like, if you don't think about yourself, it's more like... Maybe it's you picture your body doing stuff. I don't know how it would Interesting. work. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. I was going to about to say something really stupid, and it was, if you're a deaf listener, please let us know. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been funny. Uh, yeah, it could be like a, a like a physical thing. Like, you can still see. So maybe just imagine... You'd probably just you'd probably just think very visually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you picture yourself thinking about something. Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. you think in like organization, like concepts, compartments and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So instead of like like language is very like linear, right? It's like it's very like step based how to organize things, right? It's like Right. You're talking to yourself in like either the past or present or future you know where it's like first i do this then i do this then i do that whereas like images are more like you have them all up and then you just kind of put them in different sections you know right so maybe they think less linearly and more like cumulatively if that makes sense i don't know yeah that makes sense it's an interesting topic i was talking about this with someone recently uh how language influences your your thought process yeah um and there's like a famous uh hypothesis about that but uh it would be interesting to to ask the same question about deaf people uh because their their way of language their use of language is different than ours yeah i think in language personally the my thoughts are processed with language. Me too, and I organize my thoughts using language as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a th- a theory, I don't remember who it's by, but it's so Russian, there's a lot of different ways to say the, the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you can change sentences and verbs and nouns and put them in different places way easier than you can in English. Mm-hmm. And there's a theory that since you know, you can you have more creativity in a way yeah. w- when you're speaking Russian with the way you form with the way you articulate, uh-huh. yeah, that's why they have so many really good authors. Oh, because they have just like, a more creative language, like it's, yeah, like Tolstoy and Dostoevsky. It's easier and, to have a creative language, have creative sentences. Yeah, like thoughts. they're better at expressing what they're thinking about. Interesting. You can kind of. I never heard of that, but use that's cool. Differently, whereas English is pretty rigid and like yeah, English is like. I verbed the noun. Right. <laughs> and there's a lot of, like... Like, there's a lot of nuance in English, but it's kind of learned nuance, and your nuance right. is not the same as my nuance. So, like, to explain your thought is to know that you might be explaining it in a way that someone interprets it completely differently, you know? Um, yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I have a right. I think about stuff like this a lot. I have one more thing. Oh, no, go ahead. So, Sorry. When I was... I've thought about this before where sometimes when I'm talking, Mm -hmm. I feel like I use words that are different than how I actually feel just to make my sentence seem cooler. Does that make sense? Like I'll, I'll use like a big word, even though there's another word that would probably work better just so that that there's like, I don't know, it's more flowery or something. Is this like, is this to be impressive or just for you? It's to be impressive. It's because I like the way it sounds better. There's, like, different reasons to do it. But the point is, is, like, I'm obscuring my true intentions by, like, doing this. By flowering up the language. Yeah. So, like, like, masking how I really feel. Like, you're not being direct and specific. But, like, intentionally. Like, you want to be direct and specific, but you want to... You want to use the cool word more. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's weird how a lot of people do that. So, like, sometimes that's kind of like hiding yourself. In in language, almost. Yeah, in language. And maybe it disassociate. it, like, messes with us over time. Maybe. Language is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, because it's like, it's like the fundamental element of 
humans almost, you know? It's like the thing that separates us from everything else, you know? Like, without language, I don't think we could have anything we have today, right? Yeah. Um, it's mankind's greatest invention, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's like... It's crazy when you think about it. It's completely yeah, it's crazy. A, it's, a, it's a really good one. I'm a fan. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, yeah. I'm a fan, too. Uh, all right, let's get to a really stupid Reddit now. Uh... What is the best response to the question, how are you still single? Uh, a big sigh usually works. Mm. Is that your technique usually? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it's like... Uh, <sighs> that's good. Good answer. All right, I, I have one. I can, I can give you a serious answer. No, give me a serious one, yeah. The serious answer is that the way people date right now in the world doesn't makes me feel like an it, it makes me feel like an alien it makes me feel like doesn't I'm work the same it doesn't work else. for you is no it's stupid and I hate it yeah have you ever been on a dating app I've seen one I have not like used one oh my god dude it's like an episode of the twilight zone it just makes me feel like I'm not a person there's reading. so <laughs> there's so many yeah. of them out there you know yeah. I don't know we need to you need to show me one yeah, I'll show you one. I've got one. I only tried one. Which I don't one? Which one do you use? I tried Bumble. Bumble. That's the girl makes the first move one, right? Yeah, I think so. And no one did anything. No one hit you up. I mean, I've gotten hits upped, but it's but so you're like, unnatural. this is so weird. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't want to do this. <sighs> Dating is weird in this in this time, especially with the coronavirus, too. Just everything is strange. The 21st century is really a weird one. Mm-hmm. The last five years have been pretty bizarre. So anyway, that's your that's your answer, huh? Yeah, a heavy sigh answer. and or everything's dating stuff is scary. Um, okay, I've got a really stupid ask one. All right, let me do this really stupid one, and then you can do a really stupid one, and then we can end the show. Okay. Uh, what are you supposed to do? Enter your enter new username. Ask what are you supposed to do while happy birthday is being sung to you. That's a good question. I, don't, I really don't know the answer to that. Uh, uh, look happy. Look happy. But not seem like you're trying too not hard to be happy. too happy. Yeah. Yeah. But not sad. Yeah. But uh, you always look uncomfortable. You know. Yeah. I usually like bring my shoulders close to my body and like kind of scrunch up a little bit and try to smile but not seem fake i just i just yeah i just smile awkwardly because that's what happens you know you know it's my birthday next week i know i'm aware on this i always forget your the date it's either the 16th or the 17th i don't remember you're correct it's one of those right (laughs) yes i always forget which one it is though i don't know why i have a 50 percent chance yeah. Is Yours is really easy to remember. Mine is super easy. Is it the 17th? It's 16th. Damn it! <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to be uh, 32, right? Yep. It's fun. How is it? Is it's it good? It's fine. It's the same <laughs> as 31, just older, you know? Sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like this response to what are you supposed to do to happy birthday. Nature Man says, savor each note because when this this is being sung to you, it means you are alive and worth this tribute. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's very life-affirming. All right, what's your really stupid uh, Reddit question? This was posted by Bebop Munch 95 Thank Thanks. you, Bebop Munch. He or she asks, I'm unable to sign into my Yahoo account because I don't have access to my old phone. <laughs> it's not a question. They, there's a period at the end of that sentence. What would you do? You could email. You could uh, try to re- reset your account through email, right? Uh, the, Yahoo is an email. Maybe that's his email. Oh, damn. You're fucked. Maybe you have another yeah. email? No, that wouldn't work. Because if you had another email, you wouldn't be asking this question. I got a new cell phone in the past year, and there's a sandwich shop I go to pretty frequently, like every week. And I have my phone number stored in their rewards program thing. 
So all of this year, I've been entering my old phone number in the rewards program <laughs> box <laughs> and still getting rewards, but I have a new number. So you can't actually access the rewards? I can use them by typing in my phone number, but... You can't see uh, them. It's not my... Yeah, it's not It's not your name. real phone number. That's kind of bizarre. So do you think someone out there who has your old phone number could use your rewards, right? <laughs> Maybe could? one day they'll... <laughs> They'll get a free sandwich. <laughs> They'll get a text message like, hey, you have a free sandwich. And like, yes. I don't even know how, but all right. I'll take it. Uh, technology is so funny with like this, these authentication stuff. Like, Make me furious, yeah. It's like a house of cards, you know. It's like, I feel like one day, and nobody really thinks about this, but I bring it up all the time and people roll their eyes at me and they're like, Chris, you're overthinking this. But I feel like one day we're going to all, like, get locked out of something really important and we're not going to be able to, like, get back in because there's so many. And rightly so, you know, we should be authenticating, you know, overcautiously. But, like, there's so many ways you could screw that up and, like, never get back in. You know, like, what if you lose your phone? What if you lose? We talked about, like, um, like two-factor authentication with, like, over VPN or whatever before, you know, like yeah. during this work from home situation for a lot of people, like what do you do if you don't have your phone? Like, you know, there's so many like weird questions and like society's built on these like little strings that like, you know, they all have to connect at the same time. And if one breaks, it's okay. Cause there's nine other ones, you know, there's 90 other ones that are, that are on. So you can like go different routes, but like if they all break at the same time, then what happens? You know, it's like, I don't know if I'm making any sense at all, but here's an example. Here's a great example. Uh, A friend of mine moved here a year ago from California, and they need to get a Texas driver's license. And in order to do that, they need to go to the DMV. Uh, The problem is the DMV is closed right now because of coronavirus, and it's going to be closed indefinitely. But their California driver's license expires in like two weeks. So there's literally nothing that they can do to get a a, a registration in the state, and yet they need one. But they can't go back to California because they don't live there anymore. So, like, you see what I mean? Like, one thing, if one thing breaks, like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be tough to resolve. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those examples of, like, I don't know. We have all these things, like, you need this for that. You need this for that. And if you need multiple things at once and you have a bunch of things that aren't are down, then you can't actually get what you need. Yeah, or it takes like a year to do. Yeah, and by that t- time you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, like you could just become without identification. You yeah. could become a wanderer. It's in wild. The- it's wild out there. Anyway, um, all right. I'm gonna find one last Reddit to ask before we leave. I have a good one. Actually, do? here's one. Okay. Yes, this was asked by Colcat98. Thanks, Colcat. So they say, I need interesting and fast picnic ideas. I'm surprising my BF after three months apart with a picnic by the lake, but I'm so excited I have no clue what to make. I'm buying and making the food tomorrow before I drive down two hours. So what's something quick that's not sandwiches? Just need some ideas. Thanks. Not sandwiches. Damn it. All my ideas are sandwiches. Yeah, that would have been mine, too, probably. I don't know why, but, like, picnic, I think... This is going to sound weird, maybe, but I think tuna salad. I'm like, that's where we're going with this. We're going tuna (laughs) salad. We're making tuna salad. And, you know, you got, like, fruit and maybe some chips, crackers. You know, maybe a watermelon, you know. You need some iced tea. Some cookies, iced tea. Yeah. But if we can't do tuna salad, what do we do? Yeah, she doesn't want sandwiches for, for whatever reason. That would have been my first Maybe choice. Maybe a salad then, you know. That's going to wilt on the two-hour drive. What about a soup? Mm, that's going to get cold. This is tough. Maybe you do like an hors d'oeuvre kind of thing, right? You like do a like, cheese plate? Like a cheese plate, yeah. Or like some uh, salted cured meats. Mm-hmm. You know? we're a charcuterie? Very, <laughs> we're basically making a sandwich without the bread. <laughs> yeah. At this point. <laughs> it's fancier, though. It is. And you have a nice, like, board. A wooden board you use. 
And then your boyfriend will be really impressed because you're like, wow, look at, look at all this stuff you've done. And then you have some cracker and some chips, some fruit, you know, some yeah. tea. That's Bring a I bottle of wine. That's it's romantic. Yeah. Boom. Done. I like how we made a sandwich without making <laughs> without bread. <laughs> it's like, well, we need sandwich stuff. All right, charcuterie. It's fine. Uh, that's been episode 170 of the Time Bath Show. Who's our sponsor today? Bath Things. Our sponsor today is Voice for Bots. Uh, the bot rights group. <laughs> when you want to have good rights for bots, choose Voice for Bots. Uh, remember when you're feeling ugly. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Put a mug in the league. In the league. Good night, everyone. Drive safe. Good night. Bye. Bye.